the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Saw video during our break of a massive bomb that the Russians detonated in the center of Kharkiv and civilians in cars um, blown to bits, people scrambling from buildings trying to find safety. This is a war crime. And uh, this, a, a visual image like this is um, one that you never forget. So against that backdrop, President Biden will address the nation tonight. And uh, if he tries to make this about build back better and I'm doing a great job, uh, wrong time, wrong place. But, you know, been wrong on everything. So (laughs) I'm pretty sure he'll probably stick with the plan. Um, So they're pumping him full of Mountain Dew and Skittles and he'll try to daughter out there and do what he does tonight. But I don't expect that he will adequately capture the moment and be particularly inspiring or particularly insightful. Uh, Matt Dolan is trying to convince people that he is the right pick to be the next uh, Republican nominee for senator from the state of Ohio. We'll have information on uh, Matt Dolan's supposed rise in the polls. I think it's a creation of liberal media. But we were able to uh, hear from a gentleman by the name of Kevin Black, who is running for the Ohio House. Uh, Kevin uh, has news for us on the effort to come up with legislative maps for the state of Ohio. And Kevin, I appreciate you coming on the show. I've been checking during the break. You have inside information that's not out in public yet, but am I correct? You were hoping to run for District 31. Is that Larry Householder's district? No, negative. Um, I'm in Larry Householder's district, District 72 for the House, but and I ran against him in 2018 primary. Okay. Do you remember? Um, I do know that. Yes. I was running for the open seat for District 31 Senate seat. Okay. Which is Jay Hottinger's term limited seat. And is that seat no longer in existence? It was up until I got a phone call uh, Thursday night that redistricts, that it was being redistricted again. And then I just got an email today from Board of Elections that, well, the the Supreme Court's going to, I think they're going to vote on today. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's been, we've been, I've been redistricted out. So my district has now changed and no open seat. So District so 31 is located where? What's your, what's your district? District 31 is going to be Licking County, Coshocton County, Tuscarawas County, part, a little bit of part, a little bit of uh, Stark, a little bit of Holmes. Okay. And Licking County being uh, the biggest, you know, biggest county in the district, bigger than the rest of the district combined, um, having the backing of a lot of the elected officials and the 
business owners here in Lincoln County because, you know, we are the kind of the happening county in, a, yes. in the country right now with <laughs> Intel would, and everything else. I would say so, yeah. So do you feel sold out by the Ohio Republican Party or by the Ohio Supreme Court or portions of both? It's a little game they're playing up there. And then the little game they're playing is kind of affecting real people's lives. Um, we follow the rules. A couple of us here in Lincoln County filed, followed the rules, filed, have been campaigning, um, had some fundraisers scheduled, just sent letters out Thursday night to, to donor letters, and then dropped them in the mail, and seven minutes later I get a call to check out the districts. So Licking County will now be in a Licking County, Northern Perry County, Fairfield County, which is not an open seat. It'll be Tim Schaefer's down Fairfield County. Kevin Black is our guest. He had planned to run for uh, District 31, Ohio Senate, uh, the ongoing legislative map issue, drawing them up to the satisfaction or at least approval of the Ohio Supreme Court has proved problematic. The May primary draws ever closer, and Kevin uh, says he has been uh, eliminated from a race before he had a chance to run because his uh, district no longer exists. So what's been your view of this as it's been going on? I have viewed this as Democratic whining. We have clearly in the state of Ohio uh, a center-right-leaning state. You see that in the number of Republicans we send to Congress. You see it in the supermajorities that we have in both the House and the Senate in the state of Ohio. Uh, it's nonsensical to me that the Democrats complain they're not getting a fair enough share of the number of seats in Ohio when the fact of the matter is they've not been able to win seats in the state of Ohio. Uh, I understand that. Um, but we do have a rule that if both parties don't agree on redistrict lines, then it becomes a four-year map, right. unfortunately. And four years later, we have to go back and redo it again, which is where we were at. We had a four-year map until it went to the Supreme Court, and a Republican justice said it wasn't fair to Democrats and changed, said you got to change it. So... They've been scrambling ever, to do that, and they haven't been able to do it yet. Is Are you under the impression that these these latest maps will be approved either today or in coming days? It's hard to say what the Republican what, – what the Supreme Court is going to do. Um, I understand this is, this is a map pretty close to similar to what the Democrats originally came out with, the third-party company they hired years or last year. So similar to that, the numbers add up to what they want. I don't know if the lines are exact, but who knows, who knows if they'll ever get exact numbers, exact lines that they want. Um, so based on the fact the numbers equal what they want, I would assume it'll be passed. I don't think they want to kick the can down the, down the road well, They're definitely running out of time to do that. So, Kevin Black, final question. What recourse, if any, do you have at this point in time? Uh, here's, what, here's a basic question I ask, and no one seems to have the answer. Oh, at least want my filing fees back. <laughs> mm, yeah, I mean that's a that's a simple question. That's not a, it's eighty five dollars. It's just a principle of thing. Yeah, pull the rug off from under our, our feet. Um, who knows what the future holds? Um, there's lawsuits. There's several lawsuits against the redistricting commission um, from different packs on the same type of thing. Um, who knows? But keep our keep my ears open and see what happens. I don't want to. It, it, they need to get their act together. Yeah, no it, doubt about it. Messing with it, it, it doesn't give people a whole lot of faith in politics. They already have little faith anyway. But this just 
more fuel in the fire. Yeah, it is because you can't even agree like who's going to run where and who's going to represent where, which does seem to be the height of ridiculousness. I want to commend you on your desire to serve. And I'm, I apologize. I had no hand in it. I'm, I'm very sorry that this has worked out the way that it has. But uh, keep fighting the good fight, and I wish you well, and I thank you for calling the show. I appreciate it. As a retired veteran, yes, we do like to serve. And um, prayers for Ukraine and all of America, for that matter, and America also. So. No doubt. Very good. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate your time. Kevin Black, who had hoped to run, he said, for District 31, Senate seat, Ohio General Assembly, and caught in the redistricting uncertainty, which continues. Now, there's no redistricting necessary to run for Senate in the state of Ohio. Of course, you represent the entire state, unless you're Sherrod Brown, where you've been elected to the Senate time after time, and you just represent, you know, the elite wokesters at cocktail parties in the finer clubs of Cleveland. Uh, The Senate seat has been held by Rob Portman, and Rob Portman clearly understands that This is not a time for legislators like Rob Portman. In the aftermath of Donald Trump, thankfully there is a return to conservatism. And guys like Portman, who I think he's conservative, I just don't think he's holding on to it with white knuckles, unwilling to compromise. The fact that Rob Portman appeared at the White House and gave Joe Biden a win on infrastructure, I was less than thrilled with that. So Portman has retired because, you know, when you can hang around at the Golden Lamb in Lebanon and eat nice food and no doubt make great money as a political consultant or whatever, it's not a bad life. So I wish Rob Portman well with his life, but I'm very interested in who's going to succeed him, and I hope somebody on the Republican side succeeds him. And this has been a huge, huge, huge deal. Bernie Moreno has dropped out of the race. Bernie was on stage. A lot of people love Bernie at the Republican Leadership Forum at Genoa, October the 26th. But we still have the five major candidates. Josh Mandel, Pitbull of Pitbulls, Jane Timken, famous name, royalty, Northeast Ohio, former head of the Ohio GOP, J.D. Vance, author, Hillbilly Elegy, outsider, yet supported by Silicon Valley Tech Money, Peter Thiel, venture capitalist, You have Mike Gibbons, kind of uh, a less polished version of Bernie Moreno, kind of the everyman in the race, yet a very rich banker from Cleveland, but a guy who has lived, achieved the American dream. Humble beginnings, grown up, made himself a success, which of course is a horrible thing in the eyes of people on the left. And finally, Matt Dolan. Matt Dolan, Republican, some would say in name only, son of owner of the Cleveland Guardians, not Indians. So Matt Dolan has a lot of money, and Matt Dolan fancies himself Rob Portman Jr. And so it is not a shock to me that in the advance of the May primary, the left-leaning or already laying down on the left media has embraced Matt Dolan as its candidate of choice on the Republican side, both locally and nationally. Details on that next on The Bruce Hooley Show.
Bruce Hooley Show. We appreciate you listening. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. You can listen to the show after the show ends in any segment. Aaron makes it very easy. Podcasts, 9890answer.com. You can watch the show on Facebook. So I predicted this weeks ago, and it's now come true. First, the pieces in the national media demonizing Josh Mandel because he's uh, trying to be Donald Trump and would be very happy to be characterized as the Senate candidate in the state of Ohio, most like Donald Trump. Uh, Josh Mandel is like Donald Trump in that if Donald Trump walks down the street and a dog barks at Donald Trump, Trump will walk two blocks and then say, hey, that dog barked at me. I'm going back and bark back. And Josh Mandel would do that too. Josh Mandel's tagline on his commercials is pro-God, pro-gun, pro-Trump. Mike Gibbons running ads where he says, no, 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 I'm the most pro-Trump guy. Jane Timken running ads. No, I'm. look at me. I got a picture with President Trump. And Trump has his thumbs up, so he must love me. And J.D. Vance is battling to get out from under what? His past criticism of Donald Trump. J.D. Vance, to his credit, at Genoa, October 26th. What's the deal with all these clips we hear of you ripping on Donald Trump? I'm a never-Trumper. J.D. Vance said the only thing he can say. I was wrong. Okay. So four candidates on the Republican side want Donald Trump's endorsement. Matt Dolan, I think, would take it. He's not going to get it. And Trump has already said he's not going to get it. But Trump said that Dolan wasn't going to get the endorsement because Trump was lampooning the change in name of the Cleveland Indians from the Cleveland Guardians, which is, of course, a bow to cancel culture. My opposition to Matt Dolan is twofold. Number one, he is a policy wonk. And while there are times where a policy wonk is a good choice, this is not that time. If we had a Republican in the White House and we had bulletproof majorities in the Senate and in the House, then I think a policy wonk like Matt Dolan would have utility crafting legislation that could perhaps acquire bipartisan support. Now, I'm sure the Dolan people are out there going, well, why, would that not, why would that never not be an asset? Because that brings me to my second objection to Matt Dolan, and that is Matt Dolan is someone who is willing to compromise the bedrock foundation of the conservative movement in order to get things done. He is a supporter, a co-sponsor of the proposed bill in the state of Ohio that would make LGBTQ people a protected class. Like race, can't discriminate since the Civil Rights Act of 1964. You can't discriminate on the basis of race. Can't discriminate on the basis of sex. Now they want to add LGBTQ as a protected class. And I know the Supreme Court and Neil Gorsuch bitterly disappointed us conservatives by saying that it should be a protected class. And Matt Dolan has joined the effort in the state of Ohio. And I'll read you from Matt Dolan's own editorial in the Canton Repository. His reasoning, and he said this at Genoa, and he got booze for saying it because I I think it's a dumb reason. I I know Dolan was looking for a way to... A, I don't think he's tough enough to deal with criticism. So he didn't want to deal with criticism on this up in Cleveland, which decidedly this is a popular 
proposed law in Cleveland because it stinks of Democrats. So Dolan was trying to find a way, how can I support the Equality Act without, you know, like saying that I support boys and girls locker rooms? Because he says, I'm against that. Well, you can be against it, but if you support the Equality Act, you're giving tacit endorsement to it. You are are giving evil a toehold, which will become a foothold, which will become a stronghold. I've used this example before. I use it again, hopefully briefly, not to bore you. Remember when the homosexual lobby was, no, we don't want marriage. We just want domestic partner benefits. It's all we want, domestic partner benefits. Give us domestic partner benefits, we'll go away. Gave them domestic partner benefits. Did they go away? No. Is marriage now common for homosexuals? Yes, it is. Okay, same thing will happen with the LGBTQ transgender lobby. You will have, if you give them the... Oh, they're protected on the basis of, you know, shouldn't be, Dolan says, shouldn't be against who loves who and all this stuff. Okay. Again, the way this is always portrayed in the media is that you hate gay people. I will argue to my last breath that the true compassion exists on the side of people who want to help people live according to God's moral law. There is within the beating heart of every person the moral law of God. And those who are not living according to it, and that includes people who are living in adultery, that includes all kinds of people, they do not have an inner peace, and the stress and strain that that places on their life is not healthy for them. So I will argue to my dying day that the compassion is on the side of those who do not appease deviant behavior. Matt Dolan, quoting his editor, Ohio will lose its attractiveness if we continue to enable discrimination against individuals based on their sexual orientation and who they love. Our laws have failed to keep up with what the private sector already knows. Discrimination is bad for business. So much so that over a thousand Ohio businesses joined a nonpartisan coalition to support the passage of non-discrimination laws at the state level. Okay. To position your support of the Equality Act on business grounds, what about the businesses who don't want to be forced to hire people that they feel are contravening God's moral law? You would not, you, there would be no protections for them. He says, oh, yes, there would for religious reasons. How long do you think that's going to hold up? Again, it's toehold, foothold, stronghold. Because, as I say all the time, the left never holds a victory party. We'll get one piece now. We'll come back. We'll get the next piece later. We'll get the next piece after that. Pretty soon we get the whole pie. That is how it has worked, and that is how it will work. So Matt Dolan does not, in my opinion, just my opinion, does not have the viewpoint of an authentic conservative. I think he's more conservative than a lot of Democrats. But I do not believe he is the best choice for Ohio Senate. For the, for the Senate from the state of Ohio. I'd be happy to have Matt Dolan on the show to debate him on this. He's carved out his lane. I get his strategy. I just don't think he will win. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.